you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Our suspect is identified as 67-year-old Anthony James Polito. We're going to have the latest on the Las Vegas campus shooting. What we're learning about the accused gunman who was a professor. A customer stabs a worker at a Panda Express in Richmond Heights earlier this week. The man police arrested for the attack. And a property tax break for seniors in St. Louis could soon be approved. The final vote today by St. Louis Alderman. Plus, State Representative Sarah Unsecker of Shrewsbury removed from all House committees. Why House Minority Leader Crystal Quaid says she took the action. Good morning, everybody. It is Friday, December 8th. Welcome to the Power of Two at 6 a.m., I'm John Pertzborn. I'm Margie Ellisor in for Blair Ledet. Let's take you outside this morning to get a credit union roof camera here and get a check in with meteorologist Jamie Travers in for Angela this morning. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Temperatures this morning, not too bad for this okay, time. We'll take it. For 6 a.m. Uh, so the bus stop, not too terribly cold. Definitely a little bit of a chill, though, out there, especially with the breeze. Around 49 degrees or so, right around 50 this morning. Partly cloudy skies, clouds increasing over the course of the day. This afternoon, we're looking at highs right around 60 degrees. And again, we'll still have those gusty southerly winds. So that's the forecast for today out ahead of that next system. That's why we'll see that cloud cover. But we are tracking some rain chances. We'll have a look at that and how much rain we can expect coming up in a few minutes. And we want to give you a look now from our MoDOT camera at 44 West of Six Flags. There is a stalled vehicle on the shoulder of those uh, eastbound lanes, so be aware of that. Other than that, traffic is moving around dandy this morning. No issues. Well, many senior citizen homeowners in the city of St. Louis can receive a break on their property taxes. That would be next year if a bill... Uh, receives final approval today from the Board of Aldermen. We have the Power of Two's Chris Renier live downtown for us this morning to explain. Good morning, Chris. Marjorie, good morning to you. John, good morning to you as well. That partial property tax break for many seniors is detailed here in Board Bill 141. Board of Aldermen members set to take a final vote on this bill when they convene for their regular meeting later this morning inside City Hall here. The board already gave the bill initial approval last week with no board members voting against it. This bill is sponsored by Aldermanic member Ann has multiple co-sponsors, it would enable eligible senior citizen homeowners in the city to freeze the amount they owe on the city's portion of their property taxes. Our post-dispatch partners reporting that is about 20% of a resident's total property tax bill. The legislation says that some 6,600 seniors would qualify and most would save about $50 to $75 on their taxes to qualify. City residents would have to be homeowners who are 62 years or older and eligible for Social Security. Those residents would be able to freeze the city portion of their property taxes on a primary residence which is appraised for $500,000 or less. We're told that while the appraisal limit would rise over time with inflation, those who qualify 
would only have to pay taxes on what their homes are worth when they start in the program. This legislation is a move by the city to help put into effect a new state law designed to help older Missourians deal with rising property tax bills. Now, unlike similar legislation in St. Louis County and St. Charles County, this bill in the city does not exempt those who qualify from paying property taxes to other taxes like city schools. The legislation here could cost the city up to $500,000 in the first three years. It would take effect next year. For now, live downtown. Yay. We got more information that is confirmed now on that gunman and the deadly mass shooting at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Three faculty members were killed and a fourth wounded after this gunman opened fire on the campus before dying in a shootout with police. Now, police confirmed the man was 67-year-old Anthony Polito. He was a longtime business professor and he had been in the Carolinas and moved to Vegas. He had been looking for jobs at different colleges and universities in Nevada, but had been denied each time. They add he had a list of targets at UNLV and East Carolina University, where he used to be a professor, also sent letters with a white substance in it to those professors. Police say none of the individuals on the target list became a victim in that shooting. Authorities say the suspect's weapon, a 9mm handgun, was purchased legally last year. Well, two of the victims have been identified. 39-year-old accounting professor Patricia Navarro Velez and 64-year-old associate business professor Cha Jan Jerry Chang. Officials have not identified the third victim who was killed. A wounded man, a 38-year-old visiting professor, remains in the hospital in critical condition. Meanwhile, support is flooding the Las Vegas community. Uh, here's a look at uh, the severe from last night. A, a simple message was illuminated. Uh, it says UNLV strong and Vegas strong. Similar displays are being shown on the marquees of resorts around the valley in Las Vegas. Well, we turn now to the Power of Two follow-up on the dangers that we exposed at the former St. Louis Workhouse Jail. The city's top public safety officials call the issues eye-opening. He tells the Power of Two's Andy Banker it's time for changes. It's been three weeks now since police say three men got into the old St. Louis Workhouse Jail site and inadvertently locked themselves into a cell. It may seem funny, but police say it's no laughing matter. They got in through holes in the fencing. Holes, we were told, were being fixed. That triggers some concerns for me. Alderman Tom Oldenburg asks City Public Safety Director Charles Coyle what's being done about those concerns during a meeting of the Aldermanic Public Safety Committee. Here's a view from Bomberito Automotive Group Skyfox of the section of the former Medium Security Institution, or MSI, known as the Workhouse, where the three male suspects, ages 18 to 21, got locked into that cell. Closing the facility a year and a half ago has been a hallmark of Mayor Tashara Jones' first term in office. Piles of cars that have been overturned and set on fire now litter the grounds after the city's towing department started using the site as an overflow lot. The mayor formed a committee to reimagine a future use here with possibilities ranging from a museum to a go-kart track. But I still do think it's the obligation of, of some government unit to maintain that property while it runs through its its course of, of being reimagined. I do know that they have started on uh, trying to make sure people couldn't get in. There are signs of a cleanup. Old tires piled up near the main entrance are gone, 
but points of entry elsewhere remain with no on-site security. It is an eye-opening that if kids got in there, it could have been much worse. We're going to take a look at MSI to see uh, where we can have an input on it, what, what can be done. And I think the committee is going to continue to inquire uh, until that building and that property is secure so that this can't happen to, to the public safety director's point. Like, could have been worse, and what's next? He says if the city covered the empty famous bar building downtown with metal plates to keep people from getting inside and getting hurt, it can do something about the workhouse. To Andy Banker reporting, Richmond Heights police arrest a customer accused of stabbing a worker at a Panda Express restaurant. Witnesses say that the man was upset over the quality of the food. This happened Wednesday afternoon. The customer at the Panda Express on South Hanley allegedly stabbed a male employee in the back and punched a female employee in the head. 33-year-old Philip Person III was arrested a short distance away. Police did recover a knife. He's charged with first and third degree assault as well as armed criminal action. Both victims are expected to be okay. All right, well, the Baldwin police chief is fired in a closed-door meeting without explanation. It comes after the city, uh, the city board voted to put uh, Chief Douglas Schaeffler on paid leave two months ago. City officials say it's a a personnel matter so they, they don't have to give a reason. People living in Baldwin say that uh, they'd like to see more transparency as taxpayers. The citizens of Baldwin have the right to ask um, the question and get a solid answer that they're comfortable with. All I can say is there's probably more to the story than we all know, so you just probably have to dig in there and find out what's going on. And the city says that Captain John Bergfeld is now the acting police chief in Baldwin until further notice. From our Missouri State Capitol Bureau, State Representative Sarah Unsicker of Shrewsbury removed from all House committees. House Minority Leader Crystal Quaid says she took the action because Unsicker used social media to promote people who support racism and anti-Semitic ideas and false conspiracy theories. Unsicker says her associates are known FBI informants, and she's disappointed she'll be unable to question state officials. Unsicker is running for Democratic nomination for Missouri Attorney General next year. Well, Missouri Senator Josh Hawley slams congressional leadership after the Radiation Exposure Compensation Act was taken out of the National Defense Authorization Act. The bill is set to expire in the next few months and compensates those affected by nuclear waste contamination. Josh Hawley called the act a grave injustice, vowing to oppose the final bill and slow down its passage. And I understand some high schools in the Missouri area may be watching now. I just want to assure you, I will come to this floor as long as it takes. I will introduce this bill as long as it takes. I will force amendment votes as long as it takes until we compensate the people of this nation who have sacrificed for this nation and do not leave them behind. Despite uh, Senator Hawley's opposition, the uh, House is expected to pass the defense spending bill.